Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've got a new sponsor that we'd love for you to support. It's Snooze Mattress and snoozesleep.com. They've got a mattress designed to fit every body. It's Snooze Flip. That's what it's called. It's the world's first four-in-one mattress. You can choose soft firm, cool, or cozy. Super convenient. You can buy one mattress that lasts you eight years, even though their warranty actually is a 122-year warranty to back it. That's awesome. It's made by Colorado, designed for the world. And when you use code DNVR, when you visit snoozesleep.com, you'll receive $250 off a mattress and $250 off adjustable base when using code DNVR. And if you get the dual split king with adjustable base, it's $1,000 in savings with code DNVR. That's your first pitch. Now let's play ball. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Strava CBD coffee will improve the quality of your morning because it's rich in CBD and CBG and have you feeling fantastic because their CBD infused coffee can help with all kinds of things, chronic headaches, joint pains, IBS, so much more. And you get zero coffee jitters, which I hate. And I love to have three or four cups a day and CBD rich Strava Craft coffee allows me to do that. Now, 25% off your first purchase when you use code DNVR with Strava Craft Coffee. Please support them because they've been supporting us for years. And make sure you're using code DNVR25. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons. And in this special edition, this special crossover edition of DNVR Rockies, we have a fun conversation with the fellas over at PHNX D-backs. Yeah, that's right. Since I'm down here in Arizona, it was only right that we kind of collaborate and do something fun. We have a draft of players that have been with both the Rockies, been with both the D-backs, and as I say in this episode, later on, I did not pick Mike Hampton. Yeah, he was one of only a handful of all-stars that were with both, but I did grab another all-star, so you have to listen to find out who that was that played for both of those teams. Actually, I grabbed a couple, come to think of it. But I did want to talk a little bit about the state of the game right now as it stands Wednesday morning, both Marlins and A's. There's been some discussions about them possibly moving on from some of their starters. Now with the Marlins, they've got some young guys that are ready to go into the rotation. And frankly, you know, they probably want to save some money right now. And so they've got three guys going into arbitration, Pablo Lopez, Sandy Alcantara, the all-star, as well as Eliezer Hernandez. Those are three interesting young names that could be something that Colorado is interested in via trade, especially since you'll have control over them contractually 
for the next couple of years. So that could make sense. The A's starters, I don't think quite as much. We're talking Chris Bassett. We're talking Sean Manaya, Frankie Montez. Montez is the only one of that trio that has more than a year of control before going into free agency. So I don't know that anything is going to be happening there, but do keep an eye on the A's as now that Bob Melvin's out the door as the leader, it kind of made it a little bit clear that, hey, anybody is up for grabs. You can have just about anybody on our team. You already took our manager. Keep going. David Bodie, a Colorado kid, uh, did just recently have shoulder surgery. No timetable is known right now for the Cubs infielder, but keep our fingers crossed and hopefully he returns to form. Andrew Heaney signs a deal with the Dodgers after being pretty bad with the Yankees in the second half, but for one year, $8 million. They're hoping he could be somewhat of a reclamation project and there's still something in the tank. Kind of reminds me of that deal. Shoot, it almost feels like it was, it was a decade ago at this point with Brett Anderson. If you recall, the Rockies getting him from the A's and him kind of being hurt, not really doing anything. And Dodgers took a chance on the next year, and it, it paid off, at least for that one year. Another pitcher who's out there, Justin Verlander. Yep, trying to come back from Tommy John surgery, doing it here at 39 years old. Uh, kind of impressive. Don't Don't count him out. 15 to 20 teams were in on that. No word if the Rockies were one of them, I would tend to think they probably weren't. And that's because, look, Verlander, we know, wants to go out on a winning team. He wants to win, and he probably doesn't want to deal with Coors Field, at least not right now. If we want to talk an old pitcher coming back from Tommy John surgery, then, yeah, we can talk about Jamie Moyer. But he's still got about another decade to go until he kind of lessens the demands that he has at this point in his career, I mean, shoot, Astros gave him a qualifying offer. So they clearly has value forward. So we'll see what happens with that. Down here in the Arizona Fall League, Salt River Raptors lost another one today. In action, Michael Tolia, Ryan Valade, Ezekiel Tovar. Valade, rough day at the plate, 0 for 4. Struck out twice. Tovar looked really good at the plate. Lashed a single to the right side. We made sure to tweet that out on Twitter at Patrick D Lyons, as well as at DNVR underscore Rockies for highlights and clips from these games. And Michael Tolia did a really nice job. Uh, did go 0 for 3, but had a nice walk and made a diving stop going to his left side on a ball that was destined for the right field corner. Definitely two bases, possibly three, but it was nice to see him do that. And you know, going back to Tovar, he also had a walk in a, in a ninth inning in which the Rafters were trying to put together a bit of a rally on the road, came up with two outs, looked very comfortable at the plate with the Desert Dogs closer on the mound. Got to speak with bench coach Tom Suteris after the game. You'll hear that audio coming up probably on Thursday where he talks a bit about the time he's been spending with Tolly of the late, as well as Willie McIver, who he worked with very closely in Hartford as he was promoted from high A Lancaster in 2019 up to the hitting coach at double A Hartford. He's a Jersey guy like myself. So he, he always makes sure he brings it really well. Good, good guy that gives back to the community as well. And so you always love to hear that Rockies, Always like to have good folks within their organization, and they do that not just at the big league level, but all throughout the minors as well. 
So that kind of gets you up to date, up to up to the minute. I want you guys to stay up to the minute. That's why I make sure these drop every morning, 5 a.m. If you want them earlier, let me know. If 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 you need 3 a.m., depending on what your your work schedule is like, please let me know. Patrick at the dnvr.com. Please leave a review wherever you get your podcast and go over to the YouTube channel. Don't forget that interview with Jack from Jolly Olive, that fellow that did a, a pretty cool video on Rymel Tapia about, well, I don't know what you would think the video is about. To me, it's about how frustrating Rymel Tapia can be. And you only get frustrated by things that you love, I think. If, if you don't love it, you're not frustrated by it. You just ignore it, right? The opposite of of love is is indifference right love and hate they're really almost on the same side of the, the spectrum because you feel passion you feel for something and when you feel nothing you just feel indifference right that's that's almost the same thing with with creativity when you see a beautiful piece of of artwork it inspires you to do something it makes you feel something good and if it doesn't it's just it's just there it's just there you're just indifferent to it right so Check out that interview on YouTube on the DNVR Sports channel on YouTube where we talk about Tapia as well as a couple other players that he was able to highlight in other videos. And uh, he also teased the fact that he's got another video coming out, I think specifically about a Colorado Rockies player. And uh, I think he realizes that, hey, Rockies fans are pretty hardcore. Rockies, that, that video is doing good numbers for him, he said. and. Shoot, I mean that that video came out on Saturday when I was making my drive down to the the Greater Phoenix area to cover the fall league, and by the time you know Saturday night rolled around, it felt like this had been a story that was going around for quite some time. So make sure you check out his video. Make sure you check out our interview with him before the podcast becomes available on our DNVR Sports channel. Without further ado, I'll go ahead and let our guy Derek Montilla kick it off. He's hosting. I'll be jumping in. Jesse Friedman doing the thing as well. Keep an eye on the D-backs. They're in a similar boat as the Rockies, as we talk about in the first segment, the state of the NL West, as it were, and the state of the two organizations and how they've got a lot in common. They always have, and at times they, they really always will have a lot in common. So I really hope you enjoy this crossover edition of PHNX Diamondbacks and DNVR Rockies. To all of our members out there looking to enjoy the next tailgate, well, we've got one this Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles, our own Allie Monroy, I should say. She grew up as an Eagles fan. I'm not sure if she's going to be wearing the, the green and black or if she's going to be wearing the orange and blue of the Denver Broncos. You may just have to go to the tailgate to find out, but you can get all you can eat sexy pizza. All you can drink Breck Brew at this tailgate. Make sure you check it out over at the DNVR.com. If you want to become a member, you can do for, you can do so for as little as 50 cents in the first month. Or if you want to go all in and get an annual membership, guess what? You get a free shirt from DNVRlocker.com. And you know, most importantly, you get a bigger beer when hanging out at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax, New York. And I should point out too, you can park your car at the bar on Sunday before the game, and there is a shuttle that will take you back and forth to the stadium uh, at about, I think, 11 o'clock in the morning. 
It'll get you there nice and early. The bar opens at 10 a.m. Check it out. A lot more information out there on social and on the website, thednvr.com. Happy hour every day from 3 to 6. You got to check it out. Corner of Colfax, New York. It is always popping off. It's always popping off, too, with, with the Breck beer, right? The official beer of DNVR, but it's also the official seltzer of the DNVR bar. It's Breckenridge Brewery's Good Company Hard Seltzer. You can get it in a 15-can sampler anywhere Hard seltzers are sold, King Supers, Costco, and we do want you to know that uh, 1% of all their sales does get donated back to our state. It gets donated to the National Parks Conservation Association to help prevent forest fires. So that's Breckenridge Brewery's Good Company Hard Seltzer, an easy choice for a great company. And another easy choice is getting ready for football season. We're in the midst of it. It's time to go for two. And with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped, well, I think you understand when we say you're going for two. Blitzing through the hairs has never been easier, so it's time to join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With code DNVR, you get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Make sure you do that. That's super important. Manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. Got to keep it tight. I. Today, guys, of course, I am joined by my vice mayor, my friend, my co-host, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Good to be with you, Derek. We're excited to have Patrick joining us with yes. his incredible mane that he's here to show off. Today. Yeah, that's all. That's uh, all I'm really here to talk about is how good yeah, his hair right. actually is. Uh, I took a picture with him earlier today. Uh, I, <laughs> how was that, Derek? It wasn't how'd, great. How'd you feel? So, like, I got a haircut. I was feeling pretty good about myself. As you can see, I got lined up. I got the hard part. Okay, I made him right. sit uh, two rows behind me to take the picture because I couldn't just directly be in the same, <laughs> like, comparison next to him, head to head. Sure. It, no, he had to be a couple yeah. of rows back where it was a little bit hard to see him. I made him put on a hat. Uh, but it's understandable. Uh, coming to us from our friends over at DNVR, it's our business cousins. And when I say that, I think of like the Thundercats when, you know, they had the other Thundercats come in. Uh, I guess we're kind of the other Thundercats in this. But uh, joining yeah, us joining us is the one and only Patrick Lines from DNVR. Patrick, buddy, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Oh, my God. Look at this man. Look at this man. <laughs> you know, you know, I... I talk you talk about you, crossovers. I gotta say, I'm I'm really Lionel. I got the Lionel hair going. I know. I got the mane. Yeah, yeah. If you want to talk Thundercats? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Well, how are you, buddy? You are here in Arizona with us. We're not all in the same room, but you and I have been spending a lot of time together out at uh, Arizona Fall League. Oh, it's been so much fun. It it's been such a blast, you know, getting to see some of these young guys up close and personal, and and have these exclusive one-on-one -on -one interviews with them and finally get to see them and, and learn a little bit about what else is going on in the NL West, seeing a couple games at Camelback Ranch to see who, uh, who the Dodgers have. Spoiler, they're loaded with guys you've never heard of that are going to be the next. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, the Dodgers are absolutely stacked. That team uh, today just put <laughs> beat the brakes off of the rafters. It was the Desert Dogs out in uh, uh, Glendale. So, uh, but yeah, the, the weather has been beautiful. I've been going to these, uh, fall league games with you. And to be honest, I've really just really enjoyed being around baseball again. You, you said it to me when we were at the game, but 
it it just feels like you're closer to the game when you go to spring training games and these AFL games than you get anywhere else. Yeah, because it becomes more about the sport. It becomes about the game versus the spectacle of being at the stadium and paying $20 for a beer and a hot dog and $45 for a cap. It's really about what's going on <laughs> on the field, learning the players' names. And really, it's like an investment of your time to find out what's going to come next, especially yeah. if you're sticking around late in a spring training game. You want to find out, all right, who's maybe going to be down in AA and AAA by the time the seventh or eighth inning rolls around? Yeah, and not only that, but I mean, I don't know. I uh, Like you said, the, the concessions were nice. I got a gigantic hot dog for six dollars out at surprise stadium jesse really? okay. it, it was That's the biggest it was the biggest hot dog i've eaten in years it was absurdly big uh, i don't i don't want to go on and start sounding ridiculous like i'm going to when i start sounding about both length <laughs> and girth of this hot dog but uh <laughs> it made me feel inadequate as an eater if you get what i'm saying and uh again six dollars so you can't be too mad about that but uh weather in, in arizona in november coming from colorado what are your thoughts i know today was uh do was we have beautiful. to talk about arizona weather right now? yeah we have to <laughs> uh it was hot out jesse it was hot out really there. okay all right <laughs> it's 80 degrees but it's a very hot 80 degrees in colorado it was in the mid 70s over the weekend too so this whole region has been experiencing a bit of a heat wave here in the autumn but yeah Phoenix weather is has been really nice, given some Southern California vibes, minus any water. Uh, <laughs> but but enjoying enjoying the palm trees, enjoying the kind of laid back vibe. Definitely has a concrete jungle feel to it. Yeah. I've never been to Arizona in the summertime, just spring training, and as well as the beginning of the 2018 season when the Rockies opened up in Arizona. So never really got to feel the full impact of the sun, but I can imagine standing outside for even a second at a time that concrete jungle can be brutal you want to keep it that way patrick don't just (laughs) don't come in the summer we'll we'll come and visit you when the diamondbacks are in denver you don't want to come here just telling you that right now (laughs) it's it's like i was telling you earlier uh the great peggy hill from king of the hill said this city is a monument to man's arrogance and that's exactly what it is out here in the middle of the desert it's hot even on a beautiful fall day in november but we can't get away from it you brought up the dodgers and how stacked they are uh, obviously we're 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 in this fight together at times i think the dodgers or the diamondbacks and the rockies just need to come together uh like two yeah. lonesome Maybe fighters in a knife fight if they like joined forces yeah right? i don't know i don't know <laughs> i uh I, I wanted to get your thoughts though from from your franchise's perspective on just the nl west is it is it as daunting to you guys to go up against these, you know, California teams that are all very good and seem like they're going to be good for a long time as it is for the Diamondbacks? Absolutely. That's being in the same division as a powerhouse like the Dodgers really makes it, you know, very challenging and and also considering that for much of the year, they're really the only one in that mountain standard time zone. So they've got to compete with that and, and traveling West and, and everything that, that comes involved into that. But one of the, the trickiest issues, I think, and, and Derek, you and I, we've talked about it, Jesse, I think we've had those conversations too, is this idea of how you combat that and, and how do you recognize when you've got a window of contention and what do you do when you are out of that window of contention? Do you tear it all down? Do you, 
you know, trade away your, your best veterans in hopes of building up the farm system for future years. It's something that the Rockies really don't do. It's something that they're not a big fan of. They're going to lose Trevor Story here. And if he, you know, signs more of a pillow contract for less than $50 million, the compensation pick they get will only be somewhere in the 70th uh, overall selection. So not quite what right. they were hoping when discussing a trade at the deadline and for John Gray they'll get nothing so that's that's something you can't do if if you need to make sure every move that you make is correct the Dodgers can make a million wrong moves and still be okay the Rockies not as much Diamondbacks not as much yeah no that's exactly it we talk about like Jesse Mm -hmm. just had a a piece on on the website on gophnx.com about the Zach Granke contract Fantastic but, article too, by the yeah, way, Jesse. Yeah, they Appreciate also, that. they just also have, you know, like that same thing going now with Madison Bumgarner, like you were saying. It's not really a mistake, but that much money invested in one person makes such a big difference to a team like the D-backs than it does for the Dodgers. The Dodgers can invest that in someone, have it not really work out and still supplement the team with this talent from all over the place, whether it's, more guys they pick up out of free agency or guys that they already had on the team or guys coming up from their farm system. It seems like they just have this wealth of talent uh, from, from every direction. I say this phrase a lot. I haven't said it in the last month or so, but it's if you take care of the little things, the big things take care of themselves. And so I think the Dodgers do all of those little things really well with analytics developing the international market yeah uh, there's young free agents and you have to do all of that so incredibly well everywhere because it's it's such a crapshoot especially if we're talking about amateur ball players and the, and the path that it takes to go from signing that first professional contract to being a contributing member to a major league club so you you've got to do all those things really well on a misstep especially in free agency the rockies had the same issue where they spent 106 million dollars on three relief pitchers who at the time oh. you said, hey, that was the those were the final pieces to help keep yeah. the window open so that it becomes three, four, maybe even a five-year window of contention. That did not work out well. Ian Desmond also did not work out well. In fact, the last two years, he didn't even play for them. He didn't even bother showing up in that capacity. So that's that's a challenge. And for the Rockies, they've gone about basically sitting on their hands and saying, hey, you know what? We're just not going to participate in that anymore. Now, they've, they've said they're going to add some payroll this offseason and want to try to add a power bat. Nick Castellanos might be too rich for their blood. Kyle Schwarber could be within their range since it could be less than $100 million. But even at $80 million, that's a deal that was more than what was given to Ian Desmond. And Ian Desmond was jammed into a, a corner at first base, a position he hadn't really played before, but he's athletic enough to make it work. Did okay, still underperformed. Whereas Kyle Schwarber might be a guy that doesn't have the shortstop and middle infield pedigree as an Ian Desmond might not have a true position. So it could end up working out even worse. So the the Rockies are are damned if they do damned if they don't. Some of it is, is unlucky. Some of it is look, you, uh, you, you make the luck for yourself that, that you make, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, and I also think, you know, when you talk about the success that the Dodgers have had, uh, you know, we can credit their farm system. We can credit their acquisitions in free agency. They have still had guys that they have picked up off of other teams' trash heaps that they turned into superstars with the Dodgers, yeah. right? I, I want to say Max with Muncy. the 
Yeah. Yeah. With the Dodgers, I want to point out that like, as much as we discuss how much, you know, they've got all this money, they've got the ability to make mistakes and that's all true. Right. But as much as they have the ability to make mistakes, they don't make that many like AJ Pollock has turned into a great signing for them. Right. At first it didn't look so good. He was excellent this year for them. Right. Uh, They're trading for guys like Mookie Betts who they're then willing to pay a whole bunch of money. That's probably going to work out for them because he's Mookie Betts, right? They're probably about to pay Trey Turner as well. That's probably going to work out for them because Trey Turner is a really good player who's worth investing in, right? So, like, they're making all these big moves, but I think we also have to be honest with ourselves that, like, the Dodgers make a lot of good decisions. It's not just that they're getting away with stuff. I think you could maybe make that argument several years ago when they were giving Matt Kemp all sorts of ridiculous money. <laughs> yes. That's not really the case anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. like the Dodgers make a lot of good choices. And, and like you just said, Derek, a lot of that is, you know, picking up Max Muncy and turning him into uh, you know, this superstar player and picking up Chris Taylor for basically nothing from the Mariners, picking up Justin Turner for basically nothing from the Mets, right? Like these are the kinds of moves that the Dodgers are built on. And as much as they have the ability to make mistakes, they don't. They're just that. They're, they've just made that many good decisions over the last few years. Right. And it's kind of like what we've talked about with the Diamondbacks, right? I'm sure the Rockies experience this too, but the Diamondbacks just have had a few players slip past us that then become good or even great. They're definitely better than they were here, right? So what, Robbie what the, Ray is officially a Cy Young finalist. So yeah, Mitch Hanniger. Mitch Hanniger too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, however, though, you know, like you said, there's also teams in the NOS like the Padres that tried to make moves and didn't even make the playoffs. I know not everybody's going to make the playoffs. The Giants had a, a crazy year that didn't really make sense for their team and their roster, but they just showed that you can still do it even when the expectations are low. And not a people, you know, not people aren't choosing you. Your payroll might not be the most in the division. Uh, I, I still think that the Rockies and the D-backs are in a much better position than like the Padres who spent as much as they did to go nowhere. I just think the Padres are still going to be very good, if not better, in the next coming years. So that's something else that both of our teams have to contend with. It just feels exhausting, though. It really does. It feels <laughs> it, like what you said, Patrick, it, that, that almost seems unfair that teams like the Rockies and the D-backs and other small market teams have to wait for some sort of weird moment yeah, of magical, weakness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> door to open up where the, right. they're, the, the team that is great isn't as good as they've normally been. And this team somehow can put together just enough, you know, homegrown talent mixed with some guys that have performed well, maybe pick up a free agent or two and have enough to contend with, with the big dogs. It just, uh, it's, it seems like it's, constantly an uphill battle for this team the common bond between the three powers of the west if you will of of varying levels is finances right it, it is. is it's money it is right and the, and the padres are i mean for all intents and purposes a small market club when you think about the fact that they're the only of the four major sports teams in the city of san diego and you go oh that's kind of a you know, a small market, but their owner has said, yeah, we're going to spend, we're going to put a lot of money out there. It's kind of like what you see in Europe when you have someone who is an oil baron or some kind of captain of industry goes in and says, I'm just going to buy a club from the, you know, the championship league and, or or the, excuse me, the Coca-Cola championship level in, uh, in England, and then take them up to the premier league, you know, spoiler alert for uh, Ted Lasso watchers there, (laughs) but it's about finances. Right. And, and that's the, the biggest hurdle that 
you know, smaller clubs like the Rockies and Diamondbacks really can't possibly overcome. And, you know, you've, you've got to maximize as, as much as you possibly can, which sometimes means, you know, uh, getting every last morsel off the bone as possible. And, and, and that, and that's, that's not tanking, but that is, Saying, look, we we don't want to get rid of John Gray. We we love Trevor's story. We what, what happened we've grown with John him. Gray, Patrick? Can you explain? I am a they've taken a lot of heat. Still for that. figuring that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know, the biggest thing going around is until he's somewhere else, he's not somewhere else, and so right. it doesn't mean that the relationship. Sign, right? Yeah, the relationship isn't over. It's just that when the Rockies went to him and and offered a reported three years, roughly $40 million. What they were doing is was saying that, you know, you're probably going to want four years. There might even be a team out there. will give you five, probably not, but they're going to want four years. They're going to probably ask for five and at, you know, 13 and a half million, whatever it is annually, they were ultimately saying, even though you're a free agent and could potentially negotiate with 29 other teams, we think you're just as valuable, if not maybe even slightly less valuable than Hermen Marquez who you know they signed a few years before his free agency, bought out some arbitration years, as well as right. a couple years of free agency. Antonio Senzatella, who signed the five-year, $50.5 million contract. And so at the end of that deal, he'll be getting essentially what they were offering John Gray. And these were players that were not free agents yet. So when you enter into that fray, you should be getting more money. And I think, you know, the the thought by his agents and himself was that, you know, he's worth more than that. Now I still think John wants to play in Colorado. I don't think this was a total slap in the face. And one of the things that owner Dick Monford said uh, this past year after the Nolan Arenado deal is, you know, letting go of DJ LeMahieu was a mistake. And that was a situation where they had offered him something, his agents, you know, kind of rebuffed and said, eh, we think he's worth a little bit more. Now he didn't get more in the market, ended up getting the same thing that, uh, as Daniel Murphy did two years, $24 million structuring of the deal was slightly different, but, uh, didn't get that deal. And that was really when the wheels started to fall off this and the Rockies couldn't straighten it out, get back to the postseason in 2019. So we'll see if, if ownership maybe has learned from this and says, yes, we, uh, I guess we need to make this one right and, and pay him a little bit more than anticipated. The thing about Rockies fans that their frustration with the team is, uh, and and again, we've talked about this weird stance. I've talked about it with you. Jesse and I have talked about it. The the diehard Rockies fans are, are upset that the stadium is filled with people and the owner isn't spent. The owner isn't spending money and they feel like people coming out to the games sends the wrong message. What I'll say from an outsider perspective on that, mixed with what I know from the Arizona Diamondbacks. I went to more Diamondbacks games this year, unfortunately, than I ever have. (laughs) And I know for a fact what I've seen with my own eyes. I know for a fact that sometimes when that announcement comes on in the press box and says, tonight's attendance is 6,742 people, I don't believe that that's accurate. I'm like, 6,000? Let me go count, right? Because they're taking into account like season ticket holders that aren't there that night whose tickets they didn't necessarily punch and other things like that. Like they're typically saying tickets sold, not necessarily people that are there in the building tickets that were scanned, right? So on some nights, it's it's not even that small amount. Meanwhile, 
I'm looking at the attendance figures for the Rockies. I'm seeing the, the games and pictures from the games. It looks like a great time in Colorado. I would love to see the stadium filled like that, despite how bad or good the team is doing. I also understand from deep down in my soul that there is a part of me as a fan that would also be asking, where the hell is my money going if you guys refuse to spend it on the team, right? Like we come out, we support, we're here, we're buying merch, we're doing stuff, we're shopping across the street at the cool mall thing. Like you guys have a great environment, a great, you know, night out in that area. So why aren't you taking the money I'm giving you and spending it on the team? I, I am not in the Montford family to be able to answer that. I you're want right. to know. Give me answers. No, I know. That's <laughs> no, you're right. That's... that's like, you know, because at least with the D-backs, I know that they're not getting that money, right? I can look with my eyes and be like, yikes, this team's kind of in trouble as far as finances go, because if they can't bring people into this building, I know they have a television deal. I know they have other sources of income. I get all of that. But, you know, getting fans in, in, in the seats at a stadium is still a big part of, you know, the revenue for for teams and when you know the stadium is as empty as it is you can understand why they didn't spend they spent almost 200 million dollars less than the dodgers as far as payroll went last year but the rockies it's still you know i I still i can completely see how it would confound fans where you know where the money is going and why isn't this team when when they have young talent trying harder to supplement it make it make make this a good team yeah i'll say this the the rockies have spent you know fairly well it might, might even be surprising to know that in the late 2010s, you know, in, in 17, 18, 19, they were, uh, they were around like the, the 10th highest payroll, uh, maybe like uh-huh. 10th and 12th. They were right in there. So, sure. you know, again, that, that was what happened when you spend close to $200 million on those free agents because you know what's, what's coming and you know that there's kind of a boom, right? Since, since 2013, since the legalization of marijuana, you know, there's been a lot more of a boom. And I think people also just realizing how beautiful Colorado <laughs> is uh, yeah, it's yeah. similar, similar to Phoenix area, you know, like th- there's just so much expansion. The pandemic has made that happen. And so after 2020, you know, ownership, I think decided to take a step back a little bit with payroll. It was, I think maybe 22nd. So took a big step back and that big step back had to do a lot with their star third baseman, Nolan Arenado, which, you know, is, is a topic for, for a whole other day and why an opt-out clause was even thrown into his contract in the first place when he, the player, and his agents didn't even ask for it. But that's that's a conspiracy for another day. I Derek, oh Derek, God. you will love this one and we'll have to talk about that, talk about it this week. My oh thought, God. my thinking is we had a Bret Hart situation where it was a lifetime contract for one million dollars, and then hey. We can't, we know full well, we just need to keep you around for a short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, we'll, we'll, we'll explain what that is. Jesse will help you uh, to on on another podcast. The Montreal screw job. We'll teach you all about all sorts of the heart family dungeon. Yeah. All these wonderful things, but they start Canada and work our way down. As far as wrestling knowledge goes, there's a lot to deal with in Canada though. The Calgary (laughs) stampede wrestling. There's a lot to, lot to teach you about. We'll get to all that. Yeah. They they cut back (laughs) payroll in, in 2021. Uh, Gray, the qualifying offer seems like it could have been strange because if they were going to offer him close to $14 million in a three-year deal, 18.4 isn't that much more than that. So would would that have really like derailed the plans? Because they kept saying, Hey, we're going to, we're going to add a power bat to the lineup. 
you know, at, at least wow. one. So you knew at that point you go, all right, you're going to add maybe 30, 35 million to payroll. I think that's on the high end. Maybe they were thinking they were going to get a, a cheaper option. You know, they, they do a good job with some non-roster invites. I mean, look at what they got out of CJ Crone this year, sure. uh, yeah. signing him now yeah. to a, to a two year deal. So he'll be back the next two seasons. So, you know, maybe they were going to go John Gray and then a cheaper bat. Jorge Soler is one of those players that, at least before the World Series, you Jorge thought Jorge Soler <laughs> would be pretty fun in Coors Field. Oh, he would be fun. And then, and then the next off season, the next off season is when they really they're going to start, you know, bringing things back up, and you might see them uh, in the low teens. So they they do spend that money. I I will give them that credit. How they spend it is partially the difference between That's, them and the Padres right now. That makes the that makes the difference. It's made a big difference in the Diamondbacks history let me tell you you know sometimes they swing for the fences but uh, it seems like they don't realize that that one big contract for a ace you know starting pitcher isn't isn't necessarily enough to get you where you need to go we at DNVR love companies trying to save the world doing what they can giving back to the community and the country and the world Ball Aerospace and Technology, they've been trying to do the exact same thing. They're doing it through diversity and inclusion. They've been doing it for years. While other major companies just talk about it as a workplace idealism, that's because their culture of belonging has been noticed by the human rights campaign. It's true. They've got a corporate equality index score of 100%. So no matter what your background is, no matter what, this will not prevent you from being successful with Ball. Right now, they're looking for people who have technical and mechanical skills to help them manufacture aluminum aluminum cans and bottles, easy for me to say, which they've been doing for a long time. That's why they're an iconic brand. So text GOLDEN to 77222 and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NFL, and they've got an offer every football fan needs to jump in on. New customers can bet just $1 on either NFL team to score. We are approaching 100 years since the last 0-0 game. That's how much of a lock this is. That's the whole point. When some team does score, one of the two that you bet on, you're going to win $100 in free bets. That's easy. That's rewarding. The cool thing is they've got same game parlays too. If you really want to get creative, if you really want to create some long shots, even if it is four favorites winning on Sunday, even if it is, hey, I think these two avalanche players are going to score a goal in the same game, even if they're favorites, even if you know that the Avs are about to put up five on the Coyotes, whatever it may be. Even if it seems like it's a guaranteed lock, guess what? You can link those two together for even bigger payouts because the more legs you add, the more money you win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNBR. New customers can bet just $1 on either NFL team to score, and if they do, you win $100 in free bets. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Official partner in older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The folks at Green Mountain Dental Group deserve to take some credit for those smiling Colorado sports fans around town, especially those of our DNVR listeners who've switched to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years to make them their permanent family dentist. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans just like all of us. 
If you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam today, you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group, located only 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Jesse, I'm gonna say, I'm, let me say two things about that. One, a lot of folks in Denver a little jealous of the shirts you guys have. I, I, think, I think it's also because we're used to seeing the same colors, that, yeah. that, that brightness, that a lot of reds going on in there. And two, we know a lot's going on with the supply chain, and I've seen the stock that we have. It comes to uh -oh. it comes to the bar, it comes to the DNVR bar in Denver. So I know we've got uh -oh. the stock. People don't have to worry about that for the holidays. Put in your order. You're not going to find out two, three weeks later. Yes. Oh, you know what? That gift I was hoping to get somebody, uh, the biggest you know, Arizona sports fan I know, now they're going to be disappointed. No, they're not if you go to the PHNX locker. That's right, buddy. That's right. Give, give, you know, this holiday season, give a membership. Maybe someone would love a membership. It's a great gift idea this holiday season. Give someone an annual membership and it'll come with a free t-shirt with them. It sounds like you're the hero of Christmas or the holidays, if you ask me. But again, we appreciate you guys checking out, uh, being a member. And of course, we appreciate Patrick keeping an eye on our shirts over at the DNBR. Of course, we're obviously jealous of you guys because of that bar. You have a bar. Do you know... I, if we, when we get a bar, I'm going to live there. Jesse is going to hate it. I'm going to make him come to the bar to, for everything. He's going to be like, come to the we, bar. He's going to be like, can we talk text messages? I'm like, no, no, no. Come down to the bar. We'll meet in person because this is where I live now. Yeah. It, it opens a lot of doors doing that where, you know, you can have your, your business meetings right there at the bar over a Brex brew, whatever it may be. So it's, it's fantastic. Like I said, it's, that's kind of where all, all of our back stock uh, as it were, uh, all the shirts and stuff <laughs> out of. So it's it's a little bit of everything there, and uh, and of course all the great Denver businesses we have in the area is fantastic. And you know what? Because because I want people to start following me from Phoenix and, and get yes. some interest in the Rockies. Follow me at Patrick D Lyons. Here's a hack: if you don't want to pay for a membership, you may. This is a may. If you get a tattoo of the PHNX logo. Oh my pretty God. sure you get a free lifetime membership oh my god this really? is something that has gone there, down in denver there it's has true. been some rumors of this offer floating around in a chat <laughs> or two that i am a part of uh yeah so I, I don't i don't know if it's official but i just want to say this is the same network where i started calling myself the mayor and then espo came in and appointed me the mayor so <laughs> Even crazier things have happened crazier things have happened i say go get your phnx tattoo flash it to somebody at this website and i'm sure that you will become a lifetime member i mean I, we'll figure I, it out I, down I the line it. yeah, yeah we'll, don't let the details it. get in the way go get the tattoo first and then we'll we'll figure out the rest of it and but. you can trust this from a guy who's whose nickname at least in denver is big papa parlay yeah we, we oh, also call you oh, that as well oh my god see yeah, i don't know if you heard that one i didn't know that holler if you hear me Big popper parlay. I love it. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> uh, we, we need, we need to, we need to dock this guy down a peg or two. Right. So I, I don't know how well we're going to do here, but I think it's time for us to get wrapped up in a little uh, thing. We love to do around here, which it's time to do some snake drafting. It's snake drafting time. And of course, an honor of our friend Patrick being here. And of course, an honor of our two teams, which are hand in hand, miserable at the bottom of this division. Uh, we're going to today snake draft uh, a wonderful category that Patrick came up with uh, himself, which is we are going to snake draft the best 
Arizona Diamondbacks slash Colorado Rockies players. In order to qualify for this draft, the player must have played for both the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies. That's the only rule. And believe it or not, we have a list of 63 players who have Crazy. played for both the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. I had no idea. If you would have told me 12, I would have said, sure, sounds right. 20, yeah, you're getting there. 63, holy crap. And that doesn't even count like uh, our former pitching coach, I don't believe, which was also part of both squads. So uh, these are actual players that have played for both teams. And I went ahead and kicked in a draft order uh, stacking automatic thing of course you'll tell here i lost because i am picking last uh with the number first pick uh in this draft it is jesse so jesse it's all on you now buddy uh who do you have as your number one overall pick in this rockies d-backs draft I I honestly did not want the first pick because it oh, is you sound like almost Mike impossible. Now. I don't <laughs> want the first draft pick. <laughs> I feel I feel Mike uh, in in that position right too now. Too much pressure. Because, yeah, There's too much pressure. Too yeah. much pressure Jesse, on me. How about this, Jesse? Let's take some pressure off you, okay? Because okay. I don't I don't like right. you feeling this kind of pressure for a friend of mine. Sure. So sure. you can trade me the first pick, and I, in exchange, will give you Shelby Miller. What no. is happening? What no, a, no, what? Jesse, don't do it. Don't listen to him. This is a bad man. He has, this is a bad idea. I don't That's like a really it. tempting offer. Don't Patrick. do it, Jesse. It, right? Very tempting. I uh, swear to God, whoever pick will end up hitting at least two home runs in the World Series three to four years <laughs> from now. No, that's ridiculous, Patrick. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> all right. So I am going to take a player that frankly i don't know like i really don't know this is a pretty hard call to make like who is the best player that has played for both teams wow. but i know one player who is kind of viewed i guess i can't really speak from the rocky side as much but i know on the diamondback side this view this player is viewed with all sorts of respect and i i suspect it's the same thing on the rocky side i am taking utility infielder daniel descalso Number one overall. What? The Scalso. What? what is wrong with you? <laughs> what oh. is six words I never thought I'd hear? The first <laughs> overall pick, Daniel Scalso. Is that? Yeah, that's about right. There you go. There you go. Oh my God. I stand right. by that, Derek. I stand by that. You can oh, hate on it all you want. I'm going to hate on it. I'm going to hate on it for days after this. Go ahead. You're next, Patrick. Ooh, all right. This this is tough. There, hmm. uh, I, you know, I'm gonna go with a guy that, you know, he he's a lot more of a of a Diamondbacks guy than a Rockies guy. But you know what? He was a part of that World Series club in 2007. Didn't get into the postseason, so he does have a postseason pedigree. So for my first pick, I'm gonna go with outfielder Steve Finley. Oh, Steve Finley. Got to give it up for him. That's yeah, a, yeah, 153 a, home runs with the D-backs. That's most of uh, of any D-backs, Rockies it, guy. D-Rocks. I like to. I, I think this this should be called D-Rocks. The D-Rocks draft. All right, we can do the D-Rocks draft. Great. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. All right. Well, I guess I'll take uh, two picks uh, here, and I don't like these picks. Not one bit. I don't like anything that I'm picking here. Um, you wish but, you could take Daniel Descalso, don't you, Derek? 
I really do. I really do. I, I, I'm going to, I know I'm going to butcher this man's name, but uh, let's, let's first go with Mark Reynolds. Uh, I'm going to go with Mark Reynolds for solid, the power for the power and not for the strikeouts. I'm not going for the strikeouts. I'm going for the power. Uh, and I'm also going to take as a pitcher, excuse me, if I'm butchering this, uh, Yolis Shashin. Is that how you say it? Am I close? I think so. Here's the thing. I always said Chessine. Chessine. I think in it's the press, in the press box. All right. In the press box. A couple of the new people that we had kept saying Shashin or Shashin. Yeah. Shashin. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Shashin. Well, that it's like Chessine. Like uh, Jesse and I were talking about uh, uh, Chicone, right? For uh, uh, Slade oh. Chicone. Yeah, you, you're yeah. like afraid to say it now, Derek. I am. <laughs> okay, I'll say it the way that like Chicone. You know, I gotta try to put something <laughs> behind it. Like I feel, and then when you hear it in the press box, it's just a very civil Slade Chicone. You know, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know if you're saying it right. I don't trust I think you. I think you're on track there, Derek. I All think right. it is. Thank you. You keep the Italian flair in there. Thank for you. Us. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Patrick, back to you. Pick All right, we got a pitcher, pitcher off the board. So I'm going to go with a guy kind of known for making his mark more at the Rockies. In fact, he's considered to be the greatest Rockies pitcher of all time. And no, it's not Ubaldo Jimenez. No, it's not John Gray or Herman Marquez. But by some statistics and metrics, if you will, that would be Mr. Jorge De La Rosa. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's who I thought you were going to go with, Derek. I mean, I know. It was trust very me, good numbers at Coors Field. Oh yeah, I and know. it would have been better for you, your pronunciation guide too. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Well, no, it goes better for the fact that I'm terrible at pronouncing names, and I took one that I can't pronounce. All right, Jesse, you got two names. All right, okay. Well, actually, um, you know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna have you pick one, uh, and then we're gonna uh, just remind everybody about DraftKings, and then we'll get back to this okay. uh, draft. Right. Breaking right, up his so, oh, you're doing it during his pick. I see how I see the dynamics uh-huh. here, Derek. Yeah, the <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way it works. Also, you both uh, get to participate in the snake draft. I don't. I'm in the middle, uh-huh. so I don't well, get. You were complaining about it earlier. You're like, I don't like the name of this show, snake drafting. Circuitous drafting. You know, when we come to your show, home. call it you know a rock fall or something. I don't know, Rockwell. Uh, Jesse, let's get at least one pick from you. All right, all right. <laughs> I am going to go with a guy who is really kind of a legend in the Diamondbacks fan community. Honestly, I didn't really even remember that this guy apparently played for the Rockies at some point. Uh, I am taking former Diamondbacks fan favorite, Eric Burns. Oh, because who doesn't terrible, love, terrible who doesn't love Eric no, Burns? I want to burn, burn your team to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Burns is a hero of mine because he's, I'm pretty sure he finished Western States, which is a race. It's basically like Boston Marathon, but okay, instead yeah. of it running on the streets for 20 miles in uh, the mountains of Northern California. It's an ultra yeah. marathon. It's fantastic. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. A friend of mine is an ultra runner like that. He does a lot of events and yeah, he, it, he got me into actually even following and watching some of them is, which is something I never thought I would do. Uh, but to be honest, it's way more interesting than NASCAR. In my opinion, it's, it's a much better race with so many different variables and some of the stuff that happens is actually insane, like wild animal attacks and weird shit like that, that happens. Nations. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. pretty, it's pretty wild. But um, anyway, uh, like I was saying, I need to break up our, I need to break up this good talk. And I just want to remind you guys again, uh, it doesn't matter. NBA, NFL, 
you go on to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our code of PHNX, and simply for betting $1 on any team, no matter what sport it is, to score a single point, uh, you will get $100 in free bets instantly. Uh, you, you take those free bets, you turn around, you, you bet them on the Coyotes to lose. Once again, it's the only advice I can give you right now. Baseball season isn't uh, going right now. The AFL won't let me bet on them. They frowned upon it. They actively told me at the events to stop doing it. I was just going up to people <laughs> in the stands. They were like, you have the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get on that. So uh, go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use our code once again at PHNX, and you will get uh, $100 in free bets for betting on pretty much any team in NFL or NBA to score a single point. All right, Jesse, round three, snake drafting back to you. Uh, right. Let's see what okay. what other terrible names can you add to your <laughs> team that just, I want to burn to the ground. so critical of my team. I know. Team. I don't like it one bit. All right. All right. Well, we'll see what you think of this pick. So I'm taking another uh, Diamondbacks legend who honestly, uh, more so than he's known as a Diamondbacks player or a Rockies player, is probably known as one of the better big league managers uh, in the game today, he is currently a manager, and that is none other than Craig Council, nice. who is a big part of the Diamondbacks uh, 2001 squad, and is is very very highly thought of as as probably one of the best managers in the game right now. So, Derek, put that in your pipe and smoke it. I like that one. <laughs> All right, um, Patrick, back to you. That was a great pick. Great pick. All right, uh, I'm going to go with a guy who's. You know, I'm not sure if he's beloved from the D-backs. I'm going to think he is because he's got to be beloved everywhere he goes, whether it's Washington, D.C., or whether it's Tokyo, Japan. It's uh, it's the man who in Colorado love riding around on a scooter. It's Gerardo Parra. Uh, I love Gerardo Parra. Uh, he's a great even. guy, great ambassador for the game. You know, I won't lie. That was my next pick. You're, you, uh... Jesse's Jesse's been doing that to me all this this, this whole uh, this whole draft so far. But you know what? He's so well respected too that you know he essentially was was done this season. I'm not even sure that he was hurt. But you know what? He was on the IL for the Nats, and when they came through in Colorado in September, he was there. You know, sitting at the edge of the dugout during batting practice, saying hi to his former teammates, and standing right next to him, 22 year old Juan Soto just like a little puppy dog. And so that's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind of leader of men that Gerardo Parra is. So I'm glad to have him on my team. Man, I, I absolutely love that guy as a member of this team. I really did. For me personally, he was he was my like fan favorite. He was my favorite guy. He really was. He was, lo- he was very much beloved. He just, I think he homered in his first at bat. And yeah. Ever since then, yeah. Everyone just loved her. He was a great defender. He was great with runners in scoring position. Right, he was right. really clutch. It was, yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah. He, he would get running dry, uh, you know, like the, he would get the things going when there was, you know, get on base with a walk and steal second. And the next thing you know, they had something cooking. He was always one of those guys that got the offense rolling when no one else could. And yeah, just an absolutely great defender. Uh, somebody, somebody who we definitely, uh, the, the Diamondbacks fans definitely saw leave before we wanted to. All right. I'm going to make my two picks really quick and easy. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to placate to the Diamondbacks fan base a little bit, and I'm going to placate to the Rockies fan base a little bit. I'm going to take Chris Iannetta, and I'm going to take Tony Womack. Mm. Very nice. I like that. Womack, yeah, more more obviously for the for the D-backs, but did have a spell with Colorado. The Iannetta one is, is a big one. He definitely was due to come off there in, at the end of round three. I, I respect that. Yeah, I, I love both of those guys, but I think uh, for me personally, both of those names are uh, very attached to 
like you said, Chris with the the Rockies and Tony Womack uh, with the Diamondbacks. I mean, I, I I can't even think of Tony Womack being with any other team, despite the career he had. It's just he was such a big part of that 2001 World Series team. All right, uh, so I'm up next. I need Jesse. As you go next, are you going for more bigger name? Are you looking to just get the best overall player? Come on, he's give, trying give to he's trying to steal he's trying to steal your pick next, Jesse. Don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. I you cut out for me, Patrick. Are you trying? Are you trying to like figure out what's going on in my head right now? Are you trying yeah. to play the system? What's happening right now, Jesse? Yeah, don't just... make any notes on the sheet. Don't make any notes that he can see on the <laughs> on sheet. our shared document. <laughs> I just might I just might have to remove shared privileges. Okay, Jesse, and really watch you scramble, reaching for Greg Colbrun or Jorge Julio. I'll do it if I need to. <laughs> shoot all right you know i am greg colburn doesn't sound too bad you no know, he's not no he had pretty runs. good batting average with both teams too <laughs> Three, 310 with the diamondbacks 311 with the rockies so it's <laughs> pretty uh, to think of it you know uh i'm you know i got i got two guys on the list that uh were an all-star with colorado one of them's gonna get me in trouble the other one not as much but uh you know, all right, I'll, I'll go with Jeff Cirillo. Now, didn't play very much with the Diamondbacks. I think he right. finished up his career there in 2007, only 28 games, but was an all-star that first season in 2001 with the, or excuse me, in 2000 with the Rockies. So, you know, he doesn't get talked about too much because he only had a two-year stint before he hit free agency, but is a part of a long line of, of great Rockies third baseman between Vinny Castilla Josh Fuentes, opening day, third baseman, and his cousin. That's how we refer to him as Josh Fuentes' his cousin. Or the cousin. <laughs> the Sometimes cousin. just the cousin. The cousin. <laughs> All right, Jesse, your final two picks. Make Ooh. them good. All right, so I'm going – so two in a row here, right? I don't know if they can live up to your dis- Descalso pick, but we'll see. <laughs> he still would have been on the board. Up. He still would have been available, Jesse. Realize that now <laughs> is that he could have been a fifth round pick, unless there's something to do with allocated money. Like you know, you're going to take some of the money for Descalso, uh, Jesse the back. Jesse needed a utility infielder. Is what he <laughs> needed. He was playing to his needs for his team. I really did. No, I I honestly just have kind of an irrational love for Daniel Descalso because, <laughs> we, because we all do in Arizona for sure. Yeah, I mean, he was just when the diamondbacks were good in 2017, like it wasn't like he was batting third in the lineup every day, but he was just such a big part of their success that but year. Didn't he was he so bat third. He bat third. He, he did bat third at one point during that season. Oh, I I'm at sure. One point he and was I doing in, so well that they put him up. Yeah. There. Yeah. No, he was, I mean, he was a huge, a huge part of the lineup, especially yeah. anytime the diamondbacks were facing a right-handed pitcher. In uh, even in the playoffs, I think they really they really leveraged him. Anyway, I'll stop justifying my Daniel Descalso pick because I don't need to because it was it was the right pick first sure. overall, no matter what mm-hmm. you say. All right, um, all right, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with a guy who, frankly, is not necessarily that well known for their time with the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, but they're quite quite accomplished in their own right. I'm gonna take Will Harris, uh, okay. who is an excellent relief pitcher. Uh, he was okay with the Diamondbacks. I honestly, I don't know. Apparently, he was with the Rockies before that. Was he okay in Denver, Patrick? Yeah, it was a super Rangers, short right? stint. That was, I think, when he he made his major league debut with the Rockies. So he's one of those names when the postseason comes around, people say, "Hey, you know, uh, who who are some ex-Rockies players in the postseason?" 
Yeah. You kind of forget him. Always there. <laughs> yeah. Joe Bimal is another one. It was like, yeah, he was with the Rockies uh, for, for a little while. So can't forget him. So I think that's a nice, nice selection. All right. There you go. So Will Harris, that's my number, my number four. And then, uh, and then round five. Um, Ooh, I'm kind of torn between a couple names here. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a player who was, uh, who was actually uh, quite beloved in Arizona for a time. And then he kind of fell off and then he later circled around, wound up with Denver uh, later on in his career uh, pretty recently here. I'm going to go with Chris Owings. Um, who was a Diamondback uh, for a few years. He was I a think. top prospect in Arizona for, for a sure while. Was. Kind of fell off there in the middle years. Overall, he hasn't his career hasn't really panned out like uh, like I think a lot of people have hoped for. But he's he's had some, you know, a good decent stint in Denver. And uh, you know, he's certainly still not done yet. So something to be said for a career that has lasted as long as his has. So there you go. There's my there's my number five. I did right. I did think about going with Owings, but he he's been really hurt with Colorado. But when he's been healthy, he's actually been really good. And I think he's one of those players that Colorado would love to bring back. You know, again, probably gonna be on a minor league deal as he gets himself healthy. But uh, is is definitely on that that good list. And you know, fifth over fifth pick on your club today. But you you know one of the Rockies and Kansas City Royals. He's going to go number one overall, but until that day, uh, let's we'll focus on the D rocks and man, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm going to make it easy for you here, Derek. I'm going to tell you who I'm, I'm not going to pick. It's not going to be Levon Hernandez or Byun Young Kim. It's not okay. going to be Quentin McCracken. All right. And it's, and it's not going to be, McCracken? it's not going to be Jordan Pacheco who we love in Colorado. Ooh, I, or, I do love me some Jordan Pacheco. Or all-star. And two-time Silver Slugger Award winner, Mike Hampton. I would be kicked out of the state if I were to draft him. Mm-hmm. But you can. That's, I, instead, yeah. am going to draft Armando Reynoso. Oh. Now, Reynoso was a part of that inaugural club and was, was really good. You know, pitched back when they played baseball at Mile High, which wasn't actually a football stadium. It was, it was a minor league ballpark. The Denver Bears played there. Triple-A ball club for the Yankees, Expos, Reds for a very long time. And then they converted it into a football stadium where the Broncos would play. And so, uh, Reynoso, you know, an underrated guy, I think for both clubs in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you think you know me so well as you know who I'm going to pick and you start giving me all these ideas. Well, guess what? Guess what? You do know me very well. I am going to pick Mike Hampton because I'm going to go for it. (laughs) I want to win. I don't care about the performance. Did he even play a single game as an Arizona Diamondback? I don't know, but they acquired him and that's enough for him to qualify for this draft. (laughs) Mike Hampton's my final pick. Let's go. Let's so go. Mike we Hampton played Jesse Law. So this is between you and me, Patrick. <laughs> oh my God. Ten games, ten games for Mike Hampton, and I yeah. and and uh, I can tell you, that, uh, Jesse can tell you there his pitching line in all ten of those games. Go ahead, start with the quality starts. Go ahead, <laughs> the brain, baby. He knows it all. He's got it. In there. Uh, not not that far back. That nope. was. Uh, no, nope. I mean he was not... he was in like sixth grade back then. Jesse had school and stuff to deal with. But I have no recollection of Mike Hampton being on the Diamondbacks. Yeah, well, I really it, don't remember that at all. It happened. It happened. Those, those are sometimes the best and most exciting players. Like when you go, especially again talking about World Series, you look and say, "All right, who played one game with this team and is going to win a ring?" Like Jonathan Lucroy played two games with Atlanta played a couple more with the Rockies. And so you say, Hey, that guy's going to, going to get a world series ring. And so every year that's always fun 
to look yep. at and, and who you either forgot played with with your club or who you almost never even knew did no kidding yeah. no right. kidding right especially when uh especially when they were with your club well before you know they got hot or became a name and then you're like oh wait is that the same guy that was uh yeah. <laughs> but uh Hey, Patrick, we want to thank you so much for joining us. You guys are going to get not just one helping, but a second helping of Patrick Lyons. Oh, uh, this gosh. Thursday. We have to have him on again. Yeah, he's coming back on Thursday. Oh. Yeah, he's bringing the sunglasses in studio. So Patrick Lyons will be with us. I think we're going to have a return of the Mac on Thursday's episode as well. So looking forward to that. Uh, you guys can follow us all on social media. Big shout out to our buddy Patrick from the DNVR podcast. You can get Patrick at Patrick D Lions. You can get me at cap underscore caveman with a K. Of course, you can get Jesse at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at DBAX underscore or PHNX underscore DBAX. Uh, but all roads lead to at PHNX under, underscore sports. And that is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcast, please subscribe there. Uh, leave us a five-star review and jump over to YouTube and subscribe over there uh, and sign up for notifications. You'll get all this hot, fresh baked Arizona content from all of the different uh, web, uh, all the beats that we got going on over here with Arizona. Uh, again, you guys can sign up to become a member over at gophnx.com. We'd love you for it. Our code at, at DraftKings Sportsbook is PHNX. Go over there and make yourself some money. Uh, Patrick, again, we thank you so much for joining us, my man. Uh, we appreciate you guys for joining us on behalf of Jesse and myself. Uh, you know, baseball's fun, but remember kids, it's way more fun when you bet on it. The folks at Green Mountain Dental Group deserve to take some credit for those smiling Colorado sports fans around town, especially those of our DNVR listeners who've switched to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years to make them their permanent family dentist. They're the best damn family owned dentist in the metro area. And they're extreme Colorado sports fans just like all of us. If you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam today, you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group located only 15 minutes from downtown Denver.